Hi, I'm Stephanie Griffith. I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm married to a fabulous musician. We have three kids, and life is crazy all the time. I believe that we all have limitless potential, and I am here to share my enthusiasm for life with you. Stick around for some quick motivation and inspiration to take on your busy life. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. I hope that you all are having a fantastic day and a good week so far, depending on wherever this finds you. I am really excited about today's episode. I feel like I probably say that every single episode, but this is a topic that I've been thinking about for a long time. I first read about it probably, I guess, like six months ago, just this idea that we're going to be talking about today, and I just have been having it roll around in my head for a long time. You know, those things that you're just, you kick them around and you're just thinking about how it affects your life and those kinds of things. Um, Today's episode is just going to be called And, and you will see why when we, as we get things rolling here. But we tend to spend our lives putting ourselves into boxes, even from the time that we are little kids. And we put other people into those boxes. We meet somebody and based on that one interaction with them, we'll decide what kind of person they are pretty much right away. Now, a lot of times that's not necessarily fair because it's not who that person is fully, but we base how we feel about people on our interactions with them, which makes sense. Sometimes this can be helpful, making friends, those kinds of things, but sometimes it's not. But it does help us figure out the kinds of things that we like or that we don't like in other friends and people in relationships and the the type of people that we like to surround ourselves with. But also because of the internet and social media, we tend to fill in some spaces around ideas of people, of what we think about somebody based on what they are not saying instead of what they are saying. Like, for example... If I post on my Bookstagram account, I love to read. It makes me feel so calm and helps me to de-stress. Now pretend that my Bookstagram account is super popular, popular enough to have people who would be considered trolls on it, which is not, it's not, that's not the case right now, but you know, you never know. So like I say, I love to read. It makes me feel so calm and helps me to de-stress. Some people might comment and say, are you saying you can't de-stress in any other way? Well, that makes no sense. Or, so I don't like reading. Are you saying I am an idiot because I don't like to read? And like, et cetera, et cetera. People, like if you say, I like to read. Well, what are you saying? Are you saying that because I don't like to read that I'm dumb, that I'm an idiot, blah, blah, blah. Like people get so bent out of shape about those kinds of things when Literally, I only said I like to read. I'm going to give you a real life example of this. Recently, I follow Pink. and She's, you know, amazing. She's like one of the best singers on the planet. And she's just an incredible woman and, and person. And I just love her. And I've loved her since I was a teenager. So recently on her Instagram, she posted a picture of her with her family. And she's currently on tour And so she's going, she's traveling all over the country, the world. She's traveling like crazy with her family, but her family comes with her. She has a daughter and a son who are around, I don't know, six and two. And they, she posted a picture of them eating dinner as a family together at a table in her hotel room. And she said, 
At least twice a week on tour, we like to close the doors on our hotel room and sit together as a family and eat family dinner. And some people just absolutely tore her to shreds in the comments. People were so mean. Like they said things like, yeah, and then you posted it on Instagram. So like that would negate the realness of it or that she's only doing it for show, not like as an actual thing for her family to be enjoying that time together. People complained about the food that was on the table, the type of drinks her and her husband were drinking, like all of this stuff. So she did, she came back with a video and like a, a, she's, you know, she's sassy and she's not afraid to say what she thinks. And it was a very tongue in cheek video about, oh man, I'm so privileged. I have an assistant and we have like, I must not understand what real life is like at all. And just like all of this stuff. And it made me laugh because I loved it. You know, I love that she came right back at that kind of attitude just head on. But the problem is, is everybody sitting at their computer screens or looking at their phones, you fill in the space of what is not said or what is not shown on people's pictures or Instagram posts or whatever content they have underneath their photos. You fill in the spaces of what they're not saying more with your own ideas and thoughts based on what's going on inside your own head in your own life. And that that stuff just isn't true. And even if some of it is true, they're keeping those things unsaid for a reason. It's just super, super frustrating. Like, for example, <clears throat> we all this is just an example of boxes that you could be put into for a certain reason. So for me, I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Because of that, a lot of people may want to put me into certain boxes. And I just have a few of them um, listed. Conservative, somewhat cliquish, anti-LGBTQ, I must be from Utah. We also, aren't we the people who do that polygamy thing with like the sister wives, et cetera, et cetera. These things are not true. They are not true about me but people can easily assume that all or some of them are. I happen not to be a very conservative person. I'm way more uh, left-leaning, liberal, moderate in some ways, liberal in more ways than than I used to be, for sure. I don't like to consider myself cliquish. A good number of my friends are not actually members of my same church. I am absolutely not anti-LGBTQ. I fully support gay rights, and I also... Um, fully support equality for all all people, women, women and men, and anyone who identifies as anything in between, any kind of person who is looking to be equally treated, I support that. Um, I am not from Utah. I am from Colorado, which is right next to Utah, and there are a lot of people from my church in Colorado, but not most people when they meet someone and that's if that's what they know about them, they would assume they have ties to Utah or are from Utah themselves. And polygamy is just not even a thing in our church at all. Another example is I am from Colorado, so people might assume that I am a skier or a snowboarder. I am neither of those things. I grew up in a big family. We lived not too far out of the mountains. I grew up in a city called Broomfield, just north of Denver. We didn't have enough money to ski and snowboard. I grew up in a big family, and we just didn't have the means. And so, like, as adults, some of my siblings have gone skiing or snowboarding and enjoy it, but 
I have gone cross-country skiing once in eighth grade on a school trip. And that was that's the extent of my skiing abilities and <laughs> experiences. Uh, being from Colorado, people always make a joke about a pot smoking, you know, smoking marijuana. And when I grew up in Colorado, it was not legal to smoke marijuana. So, and I'm just, that's just not my personality type. It's not something I'm interested in. So no, that doesn't, I don't fit inside that box either. I'm not really a, a super outdoorsy person. I like going outside, but I like get heat stroke really easily. And I like going on hikes as long as it's not too hot or too rigorous. I do not like backpacking. I like camping okay, but as long as there's like a bed for me to sleep in and if there's a place for me to shower, it's even better. But um, <laughs> I, um, so it's not like, I, I just don't fit inside all of those boxes. These things are, they're just not true about me, but people can also assume that they are when they hear like, you're from Colorado. Oh, how many 14ers have you climbed? Well, none, actually. I haven't climbed any. I've seen them as I've driven past, but I've not climbed them. But stereotypes are there for a reason. We do understand that. However, they also can be overcome or blown through. And we all do it. We all think certain things about people. We all fall into some stereotypical roles and stereotypical things. But we can blow through those stereotypes as well. I love when someone surprises me and steps outside of the boxes that I would think that they are in. It's one of my favorite things to meet somebody. And even after getting to know them a little bit, finding out new things about them, like that aha moment where you're like, oh, I didn't know that about you. That's amazing. That's so cool. Like when I find out people love to travel, I could talk to people who love to travel all day long. When I find out people love Harry Potter, we could talk about Harry Potter all day long. Lord of the Rings, same th- same thing. Just if someone likes to read. I love to read, so I love talking about books and literature and the kinds of things people like to read. And it's expanded my own personal arsenal of books that I've read hugely just by having conversations with other people. But what I'm trying to say is that we don't need to live our lives as an either or type of person. We can be an and type of person. I can be Christian and an LGBTQ ally. I can love to go to church and also talk about things besides the gospel or besides church. I can be a mom and love to work. I can love to be alone and in a group. I can be happy in my marriage and sometimes get annoyed at my husband. That is absolutely okay. <laughs> and it happens, you know, uh, not I wouldn't say often. Well, I mean, it depends on the week, but it happens. And I'm sure that I get on his nerves too. I can love being a mom and need a break from my children. I can be humble and confident. I can be a rock star and a stellar mom. Or like pink. She can be a rock star and a stellar mom. I'm not necessarily like a rock star in the literal sense of the word, but just, you know, sometimes I feel like a rock star. I can love to dress up and look gorgeous and still take great care of my family. I feel like there's a stereotype sometimes that if you don't look like an overtired, overworked mom in yoga pants and a t-shirt with your hair thrown up in a messy bun, that you're not a good mom because you're not working hard enough at being a good mom. 
I've seen people post like, if women spend too much time on the way they look, they obviously don't care about their families. That's ridiculous. I would refer you to uh, the Parks and Rec episode where Ben decides to run for Congress and they all they can talk about is how Leslie won't do the pie, like make the pie competition or whatever. Go watch it. It's hilarious. It goes right along with all of that. I can keep my family healthy and not love to cook made from scratch meals three times a day, which I don't love to do. We all fit into thousands of boxes and no two people are going to create the exact same kind of space as another person. Our collection of the boxes that we fit into is going to be entirely and 100% of our own choosing and our own making and completely unique to us. Like I tell my kids all the time, our differences and diversities are what make us interesting. We are and people. We do not have to be or people. I recently read a book called Imperfect Courage by Jessica Honiger. She is the founder of Noonday Collection, which is a fantastic company. They are a, um, it's a, it is a multi-level marketing direct sales company, but what they do is they pay artisans in, I think it's like 15 or 16 countries around the world to hand make goods, jewelry, accessories, clothing, wrap scarves, like all those kinds of things, they pay them to create and make those things and pieces and then they buy it from them and then their um, ambassadors in the United States sell them at home parties or online or um, any kind of direct sales parties. So Jessica Honiger, she released a book called Imperfect Courage this last year and I absolutely adore this book. She speaks to so many things that just make so much sense to me. She has a podcast that's called Going Scared, and it's a very good podcast. I've listened to a few episodes here and there, and she interviews some great people, and she talks a lot about what it means to just jump in and try something even when we are afraid of it, which is why it's called Going Scared. But I have a quote from her Instagram. She was talking about an article that she wrote recently for the Magnolia Journal, which is the Chip and Joanna Gaines company, Magnolia, their their, um, magazine, that was released a few months ago. And she's referring to an article that she wrote for the Magnolia Journal. And she says, the article discusses how we can embrace living in the tension of choosing and homebody and travel, strong and feminine extrovert and listener. Choosing the path of the paradoxical and has freed me from perfectionistic thinking and ushered me into a life of showing up and being seen. Because it's only when we show up as our truest selves that we can experience the connection with others that we so deeply crave. Why do we need to always be one thing or the other? Most other people are the ones who decide that we need to be either one type of person or another type of person and that there's no in-between. I truly believe that truth is way more fluid than we believe that it is. There are way more gray areas and so it's not important for us always to be black and white judging other people. 
One of my favorite quotes from the movie Sweet Home Alabama, the classic Southern love story with Reese Witherspoon, um, is you can have roots and wings. We actually have that quote put up on our wall in our living room. You can have roots and wings. I have never forgotten that when I first heard that from that movie because she's trying to decide who she is. Is she a New York socialite fashion girl or is she a Southern belle who also loves, you know, living in the South? And her um, ex-husband or husband says to her, you can have roots and wings. You don't have to choose one or the other. I really identify with this as well just because we moved to Nashville from Colorado coming up on 10 years ago. And Nashville and where I grew up in Colorado, which is I moved here from Grand Junction, and I grew up outside of Denver, are very different. The people are different. It's a different vibe to the city. It's just different. It's a different place, different places. But I've never forgotten that because we have roots in Colorado. And in Utah, we have lots of, we do have lots of family in Utah. And we have our wings here in Nashville. My husband is working very hard and is a very successful musician here in Nashville. Our family is thriving. Our girls love school. I love the people that I get to work with. I love all the um, community that I've built around me. Our roots run deep in Colorado and our wings that we are just, we're able to soar here in Nashville. Launching this podcast was scary for me, but I did it. And even even if I struggle or if I'm worried about, you know, people not caring or I, I think about, you know, what I'm the product that I'm putting out isn't good enough or whatever it is, like it was a scary thing and I did it anyway. Supporting equal rights, tighter gun laws, moms in every capacity, like those are kind of all things that I'm about. I'm a Christian person. I also support equal rights. I support tighter gun laws. I support moms in every capacity that they want to be a mom, whether it's a stay-at-home mom, a work-at-home mom, a job work-at-home, like stay-at-home moms work harder than anybody, pretty much. A work-at-home mom with a, with a job that she works at home, which is what I currently do. And moms who are out there doing the nine-to-five or working non-traditional schedules, musician moms, moms doing the MLM thing just women in every capacity, I love to support and cheer for them. There are many points of view. I have many points of view. I have many ways that I can go. All of them add up to me. And it's interesting, as I was reading through on my UYLP, my Uncovering Your Limitless Potential podcast Instagram, I was reading through this morning some of people's posts And there's a podcast that I follow called the JB Podcast, and he does um, encouraging interviews and an encouraging podcast, but I enjoy his posts on Instagram. And he posted a quote this morning, and I want to share it with you. A different version of you exists in the minds of everyone who knows you. I read a book that blew my mind. The main character goes crazy when he realizes no one really knows him. The gist is that the person you think of as yourself, quote unquote, exists only for you, and even you don't really know who that is. Every person you meet, have a relationship with, or make eye contact on the street with creates a version of you in their heads. You're not the same person to your mom, 
your dad, your siblings, than you are to your coworkers, your neighbors, or your friends. There are a thousand different versions of yourself out there in people's minds. A you exists in each version, and yet your you, yourself, isn't really a someone at all. Isn't that interesting? I, I just thought that that was so interesting. And he mentioned in his post that he had somebody the other day tell him that he was the worst human being they've ever met and that they would hate themselves if they were like him at all. And I, I mean, I don't know him personally, but based on what he talks about, it sounds like he's trying to make the world a better place. So really, it's not, it's, it, and then that's the only, that's the perspective I have of him is just through his Instagram posts. So I don't actually know him at all. I would like to think that I know Meghan Markle, but I don't know her. I've never met her. She doesn't know me. She's never met me before. I have a couple of friends who are influencers on Instagram and have a lot of people who follow their stories in their lives. And um, those people don't really know them. They just know the version of them that they are putting on Instagram. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. And that's a, it's a great way to, to get to know somebody. But it was an interesting thing for me when a friend of mine who is a, a, a rather large influencer moved into Nashville and be, I became friends with her personally after following and knowing her only as a follower on Instagram. It was different because I have to say like she is a very open and genuine person and she is very um, real on her Instagram but it still was different. There are still more things that you learn about somebody when you actually get to know them in person. And she doesn't fit into any particular box. And I don't fit into any particular box that some people might put me in. And there are just so many different ways that people can become who they are. The great Dr. Seuss gives us our quote of the day, or two of our quotes of the day, actually. Today you are you, that is truer than true. There is no one alive that is youer than you. You are you. You make up yourself. Now, if you want to improve who you believe that you are, you can. There are many tools and many ways that you can do that. Also, you have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. You're on your own and you know what you know. And you are the one who will decide where to go. You can be any combination of and that you want to be. There is no rule. For me, the basic rule of life is if you're not harming anyone, if you're not doing something that is bad or harmful or mean, then go for it. What is it hurting? And, and just like Jessica talks about, Jessica Honiger talks about in her podcast, if you're terrified, that means that it's good. Go, do, try something new. And don't put yourself into the boxes that other people have given you. You do not need to worry about other people's stories in comparison to yours. I love being inspired by other people's stories. I love listening to other people tell their stories. And it gives me inspiration for my own life. But I stop there. I do not let myself compare to other people's stories because their story is in a different place than yours is. You're comparing your beginning to someone else's middle 
or someone else's three quarters of the way through, or someone else who already has reached their goal that they've been working on for the last 10 years. You have not, you, you, you don't need to compare yourself to other people in that way. And remember that you choose all of your boxes. You create the boxes that you collect of who you want to be and what kind of a person you want to be. If you don't fit into a box that you think is expected of you, it's okay. I guarantee that you will make it. And you're going to create new avenues and new lanes and new roads for other people to follow you down. And that is a fantastic way to be. Thank you so much for listening. Again, please come and join me over on my on my podcast Instagram, UYLP with Stephanie. And that's at, on Instagram. If you follow me on my personal page, which is Steph Griff 23, S-T-E-F-G-R-I-F-F 23, then you can find the link there as well to both my bookstagram and my podcast Instagram accounts. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And just remember that you don't have to be an either or person. You definitely can be an and person. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am so happy to have you here with me. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, please subscribe and leave a comment so we can work together in uncovering our full potential. 